0: 307 for I'm Sean And I'm Ian And this is the only podcast that says You're a child An infant You're mocking is us infantile
1: He's not my boyfriend This man is more to me than you can dream He's the moon when I'm lost in the darkness And warmth when I shiver in the cold And his kiss Still thrills me Even after millennia His heart overflows with the kindness of which this world has is not worth. I love this man beyond measure and reason. he's not my boyfriend. he's all and he's more. nice yeah that's from I watched um the Netflix original the old guard today oh how was that it? it's really good is it yeah like I, I like I had moderate expectations for it. Like, you know, it's got Charlize Theron on it. She's the, the major star. But um, it, it was really, really good. I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. I, the the villain, you know, wasn't that great. But I don't think the villain was meant to be that. This was meant to be an introduction to what this is. Because they, it they clearly, when you get to the end of it, they, you know, because it's based off of a comic book. They uh-huh. want to do more beyond this first, this movie. Yeah, um. <laughs> so I think like the villain because of that, and like in this, it, this is more about this is who this team is, this is their history, this yeah. is who these people are, and now we're going forward with the story to <sighs> who see. the true villain is. And I mean, so it's really well done. I enjoyed the heck out of
0: it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's queued up. We're gonna watch it eventually. Yeah. Right tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be worth Maybe your
1: time. Huh? It'll be worth your time. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, to the point, like, I'm thinking about, like, well, you know, it's, it's based on a book by Greg Rucka, who um, I'm familiar with his, his his other work, like with DC and Marvel. I'm thinking to myself, ah, I might be buying these, you know, yeah. a little something to read. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. that's always good when, when you get hooked like that.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: So what have you been up to?
0: Nothing. I don't even think I watched anything this week. Yeah. No, I caught about halfway, three quarters of the way, maybe a quarter of the way through the um, Beastie Boys documentary. Okay. The other night. I don't yeah. know if you've heard of that or not.
1: Yeah, I heard. I heard something about it. Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Like really good. What's that on? I don't even know. Uh, It was on, well, it's on Apple TV. Okay. But then, because Lisa signed up for, like, free trial or something like that. Yeah. But that's the only thing, that's one of the only things you can get on it. I don't know why, so we watched it. But it was really good.
1: Yeah, they don't have a ton of stuff on there, unfortunately, for Apple. That's why I've been hesitant to subscribe to
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. But that, and there are, that was good.
1: There are some things on there I want to watch. Like there's that show with Jennifer Aniston and uh, Steve Carell that I heard is very good. Right.
0: Um, but there's that it, Tom, Tom Hanks movie too that I want to watch.
1: Yeah, Greyhound. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But.
1: But no. yeah, there's, there's just not enough that like. For me to like say, okay, yeah, this is worth the six bucks or whatever it's going to cost me to. Pay for right. the service, you know. Because right. they don't have a library of anything. That's the other problem.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, they, well, I mean, you know, they 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 just started making stuff. So I don't believe they have a lot, like a a, a library of 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 stuff. Like, like we get, and we're going to talk about it in the show, but like we get Peacock, um, because we're Comcast subscribers, it we get it for free. Uh-huh. Um. And if we want it, if we want it commercial free, we can pay like four bucks which we're paying the four bucks for
0: yeah
1: but um but we've had like it launched like the app launched on all other services on the 15th but we've had it for like two months
0: yeah
1: like we've been able to watch stuff on there like they have like this this massive library like this back catalog from nbc and universal studios Uh uh-huh that's (laughs) huge you know and um it's 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 impressive. Like you know, you want the original the original stuff just launched this week, uh. but you know, but as far as like the back catalog goes, I mean, it's like you know, Thirty Rock was on there, which is something I've, I've missed. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're gonna talk about Thirty Rock in a minute too. But like you know, Nancy's been watching. Like it was because it, it was a Universal production, so the, they own the rights to it. It's on the the Peacock. Is uh, um, the, that that goofy Kevin James show? Oh, I can't man. remember the name of it. But you know, so she loves that show. So she's like like that's like comfort food for her at night when she goes to bed. Yeah. You know, next year they get the rights back to the office. You know, that's huge. You know, so yeah. like like there's this huge back catalog of stuff. I mean, I mean like you could watch you could go back and watch old episodes of Cheers if you wanted to. You yeah. know, shit like shit like that, even. Like it, I mean it goes it goes back. So yeah. like it's like this huge back catalog of stuff that you can go back and watch that. You know, nobody else really has access to for the most part. Yeah. Um, and that's what's impressive about it. You know, but, mm-hmm. but they also have, like, they've just started launching new stuff, which I haven't, like, none of it's, like, caught my eye. Like, I might watch, they, they're doing a show called Brave New World, which is based off of a book by Adia Adias Huxley. Uh-huh. Uh, which, I mean, like, having read the book 30 years ago, it's basically. Like, I want, I'm interested to see how they update it, because, like, what, what Huxley basically predicted is taking place now. Oh, really? Yeah, like, like, like a, a reliance on pills for our moods, like, it, like this whole thing, like, uh, Brave New World, like, if you go back and you read that book, it's like, wow, he, uh, he got it right on the nose, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, like, Huxley and Orwell kind of, like, work together somehow, so... I'm, I'm, so that kind of intrigues me a little bit, but there's nothing that's really been on there that I'm, like, saying to myself, wow, that's must-see TV. I've got to check that out. You
0: know? Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, but for me, the benefits have been, like, the back catalog of, of stuff. Yeah. You know, so. That's cool. Yeah. Um, there was one new thing that they did launch this week that I did did watch, and that was uh, the Psych movie. Okay. Now, for the, I mean, those who don't know, Psych is was a TV show that was on the USA Network, and it's basically nothing more than Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Okay. Sean is like the Sherlock character. His dad was a cop who taught him how to be observant, how to pick up on the minute details that people miss, you know, yeah. in, in doing an investigation and stuff like that. And he uses that to pretend like he's a, a he's a um, a psychic. Okay. Okay. And he does freelance work for the Santa Barbara Police Department as their consulting psychic, but the reality is he's not. He just he picks up on the little things. Um, his best friend Gus, um, plays the Watson character. Essential. Okay. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's really what it is. It's 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 just the Sherlock Holmes, but just done in a completely different way. And it's and it's really fucking funny. Like, it, as far as a crime-solving show, like you know. If you if that's what you really want, that you need to go watch Sherlock, you know, you need to watch shit like yeah. that, you know. But if you if you're looking for like something like like funny, like this is hysterical for like and it's an hour long show, but it's like it's really fucking funny because like it's filled with like 80s references and 90s references, and it's like you know little little bits of banter between Sean and Gus that are just so funny. So it's like when that show went off the air, like it, it ran its course, and that's fine. You know, I wasn't heartbroken like, you know, oh, this could have kept going for years. You know, it, 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 it hit its mark. But like the comeback, they did a movie last year at Christmas time that was just kind of eh. But this year they did a new movie and it was a little bit more in the vein of, of a of an episode. Um mm-hmm. and it was really funny. Like if, if you're a fan of the show psych, you'll enjoy the movie because it, it's it brings back all those little things you you loved about the show. That's cool. Yeah. If you're not a fan of the show, I don't recommend it at all. I'd recommend you right. go back and watch the show. Like start from the beginning. Go back. Go yeah. back. Subscribe to Peacock. Find Psych <laughs> and start from the <laughs> beginning. You know. Um, yeah. But that's the thing. Of I mean, so it was like a, it was like this great show, and like so like the, for and it's so popular that they have the ability to do these spin-off movies. Um, yeah. that, do, that do well. Like so, they do a surprisingly good number still for a show that's been off the air for a few years now. It's just it's got that level of popularity that people like like those characters so much. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I watched that the other night. That's cool.
1: Yeah, and giggled
0: wholeheartedly for an hour and a half. We started watching Scrubs again. <laughs> really? Yeah.
1: That's a show, I tried watching. I've tried watching it several times. Mm-hmm. And I could never get into the show, but I can get into like snippets of the show. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll see a snippet of the show. like somebody will post like a a funny, like a funny segment, like, oh, that's funny, but like as a whole, I just could never get into that show.
0: yeah, we we did. We got into it so. yeah. <sighs> so we're on in season one. Yeah, wait. yeah, it's all right. I mean, I like it I like the show back then. It still holds up.
1: Well, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like going back and watching The Office or watching 30 Rock or Parks and Rec. You know, that, that's a show for you that's like, it's comfort food. Yeah. Like, you don't have to yeah. think. You know, you can just kind of kick back, relax. You know where this is going. Yeah. Just enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, you you know, I get, I get that because I do that a lot, yeah. much to many people's chagrin. But I do do that a lot, especially with, with like like shows like 30 Rock and Parks and Rec in the office. Those are my three. Yeah. That's my comfort food. I love going back and like, you know, man, I've had a bad day. Let me just binge watch a
0: couple hours of Parks and Rec. And I'll yeah. feel better about myself. You know. <laughs> That's the we truth. Started watch, yeah. We um we're making the girls watch Little House in the Prairie. Oh wow. <laughs> how does how does that hold up? Not bad. Well. No? I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's yeah. We just couldn't believe they had never watched it before. And so we put it on and we ended up watching the first season.
1: Yeah. That's
0: It's important. not bad. I mean, it's period, it's period piece. So I mean like, you know. Right. Nothing's like really out of style. You know, right, what I mean, but- like, but at
1: the same time, it also has a little bit of that '70s sensibility to it, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's like kind of, kind of kind of like going back and watching Gunsmoke.
0: Right, right, right.
1: You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, it's a cowboy show. I get that, and yeah, but man, it seems kind of dated a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I hate to say that because I mean it was one of the longest-lasting shows ever, but. Like, that's kind of the feel I get like from some of
0: that stuff. Right. I, I don't know. We enjoyed it so far. Yeah. I don't. Know. It may end, may not. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It was, it, it was cool because you you can watch it from the beginning. Like we watched the pilot. Yeah. Which I hadn't seen in years. Yeah. I mean, years. Uh, Thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that aspect was, you know, pretty cool. And we're sitting there watching. And I was like, there's Indians coming around. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Why don't they just go to Walnut Grove? Like, why Why don't they just walk up to... And I guess what happened was they, they, they were put in a place that they settled in, but they were on the Kansas line, so they were actually on Indian territory. Yeah. I didn't know any of this. Yeah. And he built a fucking cabin on this place. And I was like, man, that doesn't look like the house that he built in... I was like, this must be the series, the, the, the movie pilot. house, yeah, yeah, the pilot house, you know, and uh, yeah, and then it ended up being actually that they were off on there where they were supposed to be, so they had to go into, I guess, Minnesota. I don't know, I don't know where it was. Yeah. But they hauled off everything and moved, and then they planted themselves near Walnut Grove. Yeah. Wow. It was interesting though. I mean, it was like I didn't know that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Do you know who loved that
1: show? <laughs> Big Chuck. Oh yeah? Big Chuck loves the little house on the prairie. Yeah. Like I almost bought for him one time. I saw it. It was like and it was like in the shape of like a you know, a prairie schooner. Yeah. But it was like the entire series. Like on DVD. Oh, really? Like this yeah. is like I, I'm gonna say this was like ten years ago or so. Um, And it was like one of those things where I was like, I'm eyeballing it, and it was like, like around Christmas time, I was like, man, I should get that for Big Chuck. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be one of the oddball things. Like, I, he loved that show, like he, he watched it all the time when it was on. I think he even watched like the movies that like they did. Like they did like three or four movies afterwards.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, it was like one of those things. Like I should pick it up for Big Chuck. He'll love that, especially because it's in the shape of a prairie schooner and everything. Like, it was like 150 bucks. I'm like, man. I ain't spending that kind of
0: money on Big Chuck.
1: <laughs> I ain't spending that kind of money on myself. What am I talking about Big Chuck for?
0: So Yeah, I don't remember what network we watched it on, but it's the full, it's everything. Yeah. Starting from the pilot, you know yeah. what I mean, on. Yeah. It was pretty good. I mean, so far. Yeah. I like the early episodes. Yeah. More so than the later episodes. Kind of got yeah. bad later on, I, I felt. When they got off the prairie and moved into that city, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's not what this is all about here." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, but Laura grew up, the,
1: the other sister got bl- was blind.
0: Yeah, but they were still in Walnut Grove for that point. I think. Yeah. I, I don't remember when they moved out of Walnut Grove. It just kind of went downhill. The thing I, mean, I
1: remember. The thing I remember when they decided like this is gonna, like when they did the last movie like one of the things they had to do they had to demolish the set and return the um the land like the set was there forever the set was there for like, like 15 years or something you know like yeah. they never tore that set down um so they had this like this entire town that they had built right. you know essentially like this 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 frontier town and um like in the last movie it was like i guess like the town got sold or something and, you know, yeah. some somebody like, you know, some snily whiplash type character that was, you know, came in and yeah, blew yeah. the town up. And the reason they went that direction was because they had to blow up the set to return the, the, the land back to what they originally found it as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was, like, the deal they had with, who, with whoever the landowner was or, whatever, like, the Indian tribe or something. I can't remember precisely. But I just I remember, like, like watching Entertainment Tonight and I'm talking about, like, you know. Well, they're like, why did you go this route? Why, why would you stop? And they're like, well, we have to, like, at some point stop because we have to,
0: you know, tear this down anyways. We're just going to blow it up. <laughs> yeah. You
1: know?
0: Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they blew it up. I remember that. I yeah. told Lisa that, too. But that's like old, old episodes of M.A.S.H. were much better than the newer episodes.
1: Yeah, once Alan Alda got involved with the writing and the producing, that's when the show took, took a harsh... I thought
0: so. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I like Alan Oliva. I just yeah. didn't like what he did to MASH. Like the storylines and stuff like that. Yeah. But those early ones are good. Oh, yeah. More in the vein of the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch MASH constantly.
1: Oh, so we all did. Like, It was, like, it was all like... Five in the afternoon, you'd come, you know, it was MASH yeah. for an hour. It was,
0: it was usually a double.
1: Yeah, like, like MASH at 5 and 5.30.
0: Yeah. You know, that was... But those early episodes were good. And pretty realistic. Believe it or not. Oh, yeah, like I, I've, I've heard, like, the cast talk about, like,
1: you know, they had consultants on about, you know... The tech, the technical terminology and like the, what you couldn't, couldn't do. Like they, 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 they had like from a medical standpoint, they tried to be very true to the, to the medicine.
0: Yeah. I mean, even when you hear them asking for stuff at the field. Yeah. I'm, I know all those terms. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I know it all. I'm not know it all, but what I'm saying is I, I know what they're talking about.
1: Right, like, I don't know, I even heard, I don't know, I guess he did, a like, a, a stint on ER at one point. And, um, <laughs> when he was on ER, he talked about, like, how the terminology had changed. Like, from, because, like, the terminology he knew was basically, you know, Korean War-based. You know, right. now he's on, like, a modern medical drama. He's like, it is complete. Completely, like I, I thought I'd like, be able to walk into this and I'd know exactly what I was talking about. I like, I don't know jack shit. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> so. So, yeah, that's what we've been doing. Yeah. And trying to survive the heat.
1: Uh, oh, it's been brutal. <laughs> it has been it
0: brutal. Just, it just got hot, like... Really quick. Yeah. It did,
1: like, I mean, like,
0: like, past couple weeks. I mean, it just went, like, just to August. Yeah. It went from, like,
1: it went from, like, like 72 and sunny and feeling good to, like, 93 and 100% humidity. Yeah. Yeah. Like, good Lord. I even, like, looked outside because I'm, like, you know, it's been two weeks since I mowed the lawn. I'm, like, Man, I'm gonna have to mow the lawn this week. I'm I sat looking around, I'm like, this shit ain't grown at all. I know.
0: <laughs> Hallelujah. The grass is giving up. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. It is. It all you know, I, I, got, I went to I actually went to Dormont today. Or Brookline. Okay. And uh I didn't even want to do that, but it was so hot. Yeah. But we went and because somebody told me about there's a place up there called uh, Pita Land. Okay. We were like, right, whatever. And someone said, instead of ordering gyros like, you know, from the, you know, from the pizza shop, just go up there. And get, what, get what you need. And I'm yeah. like, it's cheaper. And they're like, yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot, you know. So I went up there and bought two bags of pita. I mean, it was filled bags. Yeah. Um, tzatziki sauce. And then they had a gyro sauce uh, without yeah. the cucumbers. Yeah. And then they had... Um, and then I bought eight pounds of gyro meat. Okay. Like frozen gyro meat. Yeah. It's already pre-cut and cooked. You know, everything yeah. was foreign. And uh, it was a total of 40 bucks. Wow. But out of that eight pounds... I got almost five meals of gyros out of that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, like, instead of ordering gyros, it, I mean, if you order from from for a family of five, if we ordered that, it'd probably be around forty bucks. Yeah. Maybe a little under. So, yeah. That's four meals. meals. Yeah. yeah. I got four meals out of that. It was pretty good. Place is nice too. Was it like a Greek grocery? I think it was Lebanese, actually. Lebanese? Uh, yeah. But they had, you know, similar foods. Yeah. But it was good. I mean, it was... They had, like, meat pies and... Yeah. Lamb burgers and... <laughs> I mean, they had a grill, too. It was nice. Yeah. You know, and olives and, you know... Yeah. All that kind of shit.
1: There's a Greek place right down
0: the road from us here. Any good?
1: I don't know. I never... I mean, I'm not going to eat Greek anyway. I, can't, I mean... I like a gyro, just like you know, like just throw like some meat in that pita, and then throw some cheese on top of it. I'm good, you know, <laughs> some shredded cheddar. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, so like I'm no, you know, but like Nancy likes like like the 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 stuffed grape leaves and stuff like that. So, uh-huh. but like like she has just as an opportunity. I don't think they're open right now, because uh-huh. yeah. I mean, they're just—it's it, it's just a tiny little place, and um, you know, I don't even know. Like, I know they don't do deliver. I think you have to go in to get the food, like you know. So it's like, it's like one of those weird little places, like right here in White Oak. You're just like,
0: oh, yeah, it's right okay. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I've oh,
0: heard have good food there. Yeah, it's—they're it, Greek, though. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's Greek. I mean, it's it's, it's yeah, it's, I know,
1: yeah. But still like you said, like, you know, it's the same region.
0: Yeah. You Some. know Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Brookline's nice. Is it? Yeah. It's pretty impressive, very clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's cool. Is that a ghost? Who is that? No, it's
1: it's all over Nancy came downstairs. I'm not yeah. really sure what's going on. Oh, there! You see, you in the camera there. <laughs> hey, let's pause for a second. Hold on.
0: All right, I'm gonna go smoke. Uh,
1: all right, so that's uh, let's get the old show proper. Okay. Um, I guess we'll start off with something I've already kind of talked about a little bit, and and that is um. this week nbc had a 30 rock reunion special okay now this was actually a really smart thing to do cuz like 30 rock is based off of a you know it's the the, the premise of the show is it's a fictitious late night comedy show that you know in the vein of a saturday night live so it's okay. it's it's, it's, it's ba- the, the show's basis is show business um starring and you know Created and written by Tina Fey. Um, so th- this this week they do this reunion show, and they do it under the guise of it's also like meant to to be used to show you like NBC Universal's fall lineup. Okay. Okay. Like this is what's new for NBC Universal, including promoting the Peacock the yeah. the, the streaming <laughs> app. Yeah. So, in all honesty. It's a really smart thing to do, you know, because it's, it's one of those things where, like, you know, the show always kind of made fun of shit like this. So to have the show do that and, you know, it, it was like, it, it's a vi- it was very meta. And if you ever watch a show, you're going to be like, wow, that, that was kind of an ingenious idea. Huh. Plus, any excuse for me to see more Tina Fey is a good excuse. <laughs> mm, I love me some Tina Fey. Anyway, <laughs> so well, it turns out that there are many 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 NBC stations that did not carry the uh, the 30 rock reunion special. Really? Yes, the reason for it is because they were pissed up it was a basically a part of the deal was it was a promotional pitch for the peacock. right. Because one of the advantages of the Peacock is, if you are a premium subscriber, and I hate to sound like I'm shilling for this, but this is <laughs> part of what their, their complaint is. If you're a premium subscriber, if you a, a show airs on Monday, you can watch it on Tuesday. Okay. If you're not a premium subscriber, you get to watch that, sh- that same show next week. Yeah. So, seven days later, it's available for you to view on Peacock. If you're a premium subscriber, it's available to you the next day. Okay. Okay. Well, that's pissing these these uh, affiliates off. Okay. Because they're already fighting an uphill battle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I'm the dinosaur that still has cable. More and more people are cutting the cord. Right. And you know, using apps like Peacock, like HBO Max, like, you know, all the stuff that we're hearing about that's coming out, you know, that they're there's they're, they're cutting cable out and they're doing everything online. You know, most young people I would I would I would bet there are more people under the age of thirty that have cut the cord than have cable. Yeah, you know, that, I would that would be my bet, and so it's one of those things where like you know these affiliates are pissed off because it's they're fighting an uphill battle, you know, trying to get eyes on their stations, and right. here comes this, you know, NBC launches this streaming service, which is kind of like making it harder for them than it already is.
0: Yeah,
1: and then they put on a show that they're expecting you to carry which is partially promoting this new streaming service. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I get, like, their anger, but it's kind of like the the newspaper business being pissed off at the Internet. Right, right. right, You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, I get it, you know, (laughs) but at the same time, (laughs) you know, you had to change with the times and you didn't. Right. You
0: know
1: what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't know about. I see the point. Yeah, like, like, you know, I don't need to watch the news from like four thirty to seven, right? And that's like what most like local affiliates do. Like, it's like nothing but like you know news coverage from like like four to seven or something. Like, it's like ridiculous. Like, you get three hours of like local news. There is no such thing as three hours of local news.
0: Yeah, they just keep replaying the same news. Yeah, it's like I don't, I don't even understand that. No, I just look at it. I just, if I want to, if I want local news, I'll just, I'll just pop it up on my phone, pick what articles I want to read, and then I'm done. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way, but like it's just, it's, it's funny because it's like, like I don't know who you're catering to with that. Right. Like. Yeah, I don't know. And then, like, on top of it, like, you, you get, like, I mean, h- how much h- how much can you, like, go back and, like, you know, tell me, like, the parkway's backed up? <laughs> eh, it's going to be backed up no matter what. I already know that. <laughs> you, know, you know. Hey, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. If you're trying to leave downtown, avoid the parkway. Oh, yeah. I kind of already knew that. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Sort of like outdated, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there are, like, there are 101 other apps that are going to tell me like what the traffic is, you know, what the weather is.
0: You know, um, do we need a chopper in the sky to show us a viewpoint of, of the traffic congestion before the Squirrel Hill Tunnel? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> we exactly. don't need
1: that. No, but yeah, like local again, like I mean, it's the problem like with like local news. You know, I mean, first off, like, like, Pittsburgh News is like, you know, there was a homicide shooting in, you know, in, in Hazelwood, and uh, there was a, a, a house fire in Brentwood. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, and this is what you get. Like, that's what local news is. Right. You know, for the most part, it's pretty damn boring. Yeah. I don't know who, like, and... And I, I feel like it's probably that way everywhere. Like, I mean, because like, it, it, for the most part, like, lo- what is local news, right? You know what I mean? Like, they, um, unless there's something like some major, something major political happening, like. And again, it's we're only talking about like downtown Pittsburgh. Like, if it, if it's something that has something to do with like the Pittsburgh mayor or, or something like that, you know, you're, you're uh, you know, you're not getting any coverage of like, you know, you know, like, you know, the um. The Port View City Council voted today to get a new fire engine. Right, right. right. You know, that's not getting covered. You know,
0: right. shit like that is not, not you know, it's it well, zero it coverage. Cover. Murder, weather. Um, and then during the fall, usually, which I like, which I like, that part of the news is the sports section for the local teams. Yeah. Football. You know what I yeah. mean? I find it interesting. Yeah. But other than that, there's not really much I look for. No. I mean, I I want to know what the coronavirus update in Allegheny County is. That's the most. That's pretty much what I'm looking for these days. Right. You know. I mean, there's nothing else really out there.
1: And I don't want I can get that, that information damn near anywhere.
0: I don't yeah, need to can. rely on KDK for that. Right. Well, I get that off my phone. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't I don't watch the news anymore. Right. I just don't find it necessary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I but I know people like who who do like it's like that's like must see TV like they, they, it's like yeah I gotta watch the six o'clock news
0: yeah and yeah, it's Good probably God. what they grew up with
1: I guess but still like I mean it, it's like one of those things that I'm just like
0: I don't get it yeah yeah I know you know it's the same people that watch Jeopardy and World of Fortune. Probably you're
1: probably right. Yeah, you know, man. like it's a, but it's like one of those things that just baffles me to no end. It's like, like, you know, yeah, I gotta make sure I, I've, I've eaten. So again, I, I get home, I grab a bite to eat, and I sit down and watch the six o'clock news.
0: What? Yeah. yeah. Have you watch
1: it, yeah. Watch the six <laughs> o'clock. I watch the local news, then I watch like you know the nightly news, and then you know it's it's real, Fortune and Jeopardy.
0: You know, wow. Okay, I know. And then, well, then, way it used to be, or probably still is, then prime time starts. Yeah. At eight o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Or the the real weird weirdos who are like, yeah, I watch the six o'clock news, I watch the you know the the nightly news, and then um you know it's like Seinfeld at seven.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Really? You still wa- like you know you can watch this on Netflix now, right?
0: <laughs> the only thing I don't really understand though too is I don't understand why how they can watch the six o'clock news and then they turn it on and watch the eleven o'clock news. Yeah, because it's the same, same fucking shit. story. I mean, when you stay up and then you're making yourself stay up late. You know what I mean? I guess waiting for. The Tonight Show or some shit. Kimmel or whatever. Yeah. But then you're watching the 11 o'clock news, which has the same exact shit on it that the 6 o'clock news had. I just – and then – you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: And there's Yeah, 5 that's o'clock. even more baffling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you're right. Because you get, like, the 11 o'clock news. It's, it's like, like, you know. And, and the only thing that may have changed is, like, maybe there was a ball game that night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, so or Yeah. Highlights of the games.
1: Yeah. But That's like brilliant. other than that, like it's like our top story, which is the same top story we had at six o'clock, there was a fire in Brentwood, and a shooting in Homewood. Yeah. You know. Wow, I'm shocked. You know. I know. I know. I know. There was a mudslide today along Route 28. Really? That only happens twice a year. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know. Yeah, this isn't really news. We do understand this, <laughs> right? I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, so those people like baffle me to no end, you know.
0: Right.
1: I don't, I don't know, like, but, but so, like, I mean, that's the problem. Like, so, like, you got like these, but these affiliates, getting back to what we we're originally talking about, I mean, they're fighting an uphill battle because, like, their their model broken. Right. You know.
0: Yeah,
1: no. Nah, and like whatever. even me, like I failed this. Like so, like the, the reunion show was like I think it was Thursday, I think it was, uh-huh. and I forgot to set a timer on my DVR. Right. I thought to myself, well, I'll, I'll just watch it on demand.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, then I re- I was reading this article, And I'm like, oh, it's on the Peacock the next day, so I watch on the Peacock. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, so I mean, like. I, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's it's one of those weird things that like I, I get their point, but like your point is that you're you're a dinosaur fighting an uphill battle to try to stay relevant.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and, and probably once our generation dies out, like like
0: TV affiliates will be like a thing of the past. I think they're already going that way.
1: I'm sure there are, but I feel like Generation X is probably like the last generation is
0: probably watching those those types of things. <clears throat> yeah, but I don't I don't see their prices coming down. I'm surprised their prices haven't started coming down with so many people switching. Well, I think it's try has. to customers back
1: to cable. Oh, okay, okay, I see you're, like, you're talking about cable. I'm I'm not just talking about
0: advertising dollars. I think those are no, 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 yeah. no. I'm talking about cable getting people back on the court. Well,
1: I, I think the biggest problem is like they have these contracts like with these providers that you know they have to pay them to be on. Right. You know what I mean? So like like with with like I know like ESPN it's huge. Like ESPN was one of the first ones to, like do this. Where, like, you know, they, they get paid x amount of dollars per head, you know, which is why like they want to have like their programming on like the like all the lowest possible, um, you know, package choices, because then they get right. make more money because it's like technically more heads or you know more, you know, more people who are eligible to view their programming, so they get paid more money for that, right? You know, and. So they have, some I like with all these providers, they have like these absorbent contracts that like, unless like if they t- if they do lower their prices, they're they're losing money, right? Because they have to right. pay them for this, you know. Right. So it's like it's like it's like this weird thing, and like. And it, it, like the other side of it is like, like, it's like what's weird to me is like, like why wouldn't ESPN like lower their price down? Like why? That's like let's come back and renegotiate because guess what? We launched ESPN Plus. We've packaged it with Disney Plus and Hulu. <laughs> so we've got people. We're, we're doubling up like people who can watch our shit anyway without you. You know what I mean? Like you know, right. it, it's it's a weird it's a weird dichotomy of like you know. Like there are certain certain providers, certain channels that are like, it does it really doesn't behoove them for cable to be around or dish to be around anymore. Right. They want you to stream because then the money goes directly to them. Right. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's like this weird thing, like, and the cable companies and the you know the the TV providers are, are stuck because they, they're stuck with these contracts that they're losing money on if they lower their price but you're right they're bleeding customers yeah who are just going straight to i mean in some cases like okay yeah Comcast is losing television subscribers but they you know you, you still have to have the internet
0: yeah they still they're have They still to get better. money from you somehow Well that's their keystone right now yeah oh yeah It's not the cable it's yeah. the internet it's the internet yeah that's their keystone yeah so, I'm sure their money's being dumped into the internet. Yeah. Comcast itself. You know, higher quality internet, da 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 Yeah. Versus anything that has to do with cable. Right. Because they're still going to, you know, people still need, you're right, people still need internet in order to, you know. Right. Stream. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, so they're getting you somehow, at least. Like, like, at least Comcast has that going for them. But, like, like, Dish Network, like, DirecTV is, like, on its deathbed. I bet. Well, I, I mean, I was reading about this because, like, you know, AT&T bought DirecTV a number of years ago. Uh-huh. Like, when I worked for Dish Network, I'll never forget this. This is a fun story. When, when I was at Dish, I had um, X, I, I can't remember how many shares it was, but, like, we, we hit, like, um, I can't even remember the number. I think it was 5 million subscribers that we had. We, we, once we hit that level, we uh-huh. um, every employee got so many shares of stock based upon years of service. That's cool. Yeah. So, I, so, like, I had, like, I didn't have a ton. Like, I think I had, like, 50 or 60 shares, something like that. Uh-huh. So... At the time, so there's a rumor starts circulating that Dish Network was going to be sold to AT&T. Uh-huh. We had a partnership with AT&T with something. I can't remember exactly what it was. But there was the rumor was that AT&T was looking to buy Dish Network outright. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, these these stocks, which are worth around 30 or $40, started going up and up uh-huh. and up. And, like, it got to be, like, around – I said to myself, if it hits $70 a share, I'm selling. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not that much, but still, like, (laughs) I mean, I would have gotten a nice haul back from my piddly shares of stock.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it, like, it got to, like, $68 a share. And then it was announced that AT and T was not buying Dish Network, and it dropped like a rock back down to like thirty two. <laughs> oh, really? I was so pissed because <laughs> like I was ready to sell, you know. Right, right. I was like, okay, man, get to seventy, just get to seventy. Like right before it hit seventy, like AT and T announced they weren't they, you know, the deal fell through and they weren't buying, and uh, the the shares just dropped like a rock.
0: Like, oh, you Suck. <laughs> Do you still have shares?
1: No, I sold them 10 years ago. Oh, uh,
0: did
1: he? Yeah. When, when, when they laid us off, I needed some extra cash. uh uh-huh. So, I mean, at the time, I think I sold the, the shares. They were, like, $42 a share. Uh, so that's not bad. It wasn't bad, but still. Yeah. 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 But, um, but at, at the time, though, it was, like, weird, like, because they – Dish Network was owned by a company called EchoStar. Yeah. Okay. Echo, and what they ended up doing at some point because EchoStar built the receivers and the remote controls. And Dish Network was just the, the satellite provider. Yeah. So at some point, they I think this was right around the time that AT&T was going to buy Dish Network, they split the stock. So there was Dish Network stock and there was Echo Star stock.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I think they, it, they ended up, like when they did that, they ended up giving us some Echo Star stock, but not as much as they did Dish Network stock. Right. Um, it, was like, it was like some weird thing. I can't remember exactly how it worked out, but I ended up having to have Echo Star stock and Dish Network stock. And yeah. um, I just sold them both. Yeah. Yeah. But. But anyway, like so, so. Anyway, what they ended up doing though was they ended up buying Directv at some point, right. not too long after that, and um, and they were also doing like doing their own thing, like they had like an AT and u Verse that they were pushing for a long time, um, you know, it's, it's shit like that. And um, but apparently, like they're 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 hemorrhaging like more than any other company. Like is apparently hemorrhaging customers left and right, and they just jacked up their prices. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's like at and T's trying to drive it into the ground. They yeah. Said. Like they're, they're, they're trying to kill it. You know, I was like, yeah, wow, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> like, like direct TV was like, in all honesty, like they were probably. Cause they had the, cause direct TV had the contract or s- still has the contract for like the, uh, the NFL season ticket. Yeah. yeah they were the only ones who had that.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so, like, they probably had more subscribers based upon just the the season ticket alone. More businesses carried Dish Network or DirecTV than they did Dish Network because of the NFL season ticket.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, like, so, like, even though Dish Network offered, like, the college football one, baseball, basketball, hockey, because they didn't offer the football, you know, NFL... Everybody went with DirecTV. It's so, like, you go to any bar, any like, you know, especially like, you know, uh, something that was nationally owned, some some national chain, uh, all, of them, all of them had direct TV. Yeah,
0: like Wild Wings or something
1: yeah. yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings or, you know, Hooters or, you know, Bar Louie, any of those places. Yeah. Because they were going to draw you in because they could, like, you know, like, you could be watching any game. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah so like it was like one of those things where like it, it's surprising that the, like it's like fallen that far because if anything they could rely on the commercial market you would think right and then you gotta wonder what's gonna happen like with the nfl season ticket then right like if that's the case like if they're hemorrhaging like it would be who the nfl to, like say like okay yeah we need to get this out of their hands but i mean who's really buying that shit anymore Right. Yeah,
0: I know.
1: Yeah, nobody. I mean, yeah. I honesty who's buying pay-per-view anymore, for the most part.
0: I don't know the answer to that.
1: Like, I can see maybe I the occ- like, like the occasional movie. Like, what's surprising is like, they're still like you know, in, like porn. <laughs> like who's who's buying that shit? Like who who's renting pornography from their 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 TV provider? All right, right. like like I I can understand. Like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, that was like huge. I'm sure. Yeah, it was still huge at that time. You know. Yeah. But like now, like you would think that like it would just be taking a bandwidth to even like have right. it on your service. Right. <laughs> Like, who is buying that shit? I don't know. I don't know. Right. I mean, I, 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 get, I, I, don't, I don't know either, but it just, it's like it's like one of those oddball things. Where, like, if you're scrolling around, like, if, if you're bored one day and you're scrolling around, like, on, on your guide, just looking for shit. Like, what's what's on? And you get into those oddball numbers, and you, you end up coming across, like, you know, the fucking porn section. I was, like, surprised it even existed anymore. <laughs> You know? like Is it still there, huh? Yeah. Like, there's still a section oh. like, you know, Playboy TV and, you know, uh, Hustler or whatever. I was like, you know, holy fuck, I can't believe this shit is still on here.
0: Yeah, it's not even you know? relevant.
1: Like, in the age of, like, you know, you can get porn for free. Like, who is out there buying it on, on like, you know... You know what I really need? I really need to be able to watch porn and spend nine ninety nine for like an hour and a half of it. <laughs> That's what I need. Yeah, right there. What the fuck, my friend? <laughs> Pornhub. <laughs> but like I also like I mean like I can get like okay, like like the pay per view still exists. In, in, like, for, like major bossing events still, MMA fights, even pro wrestling to mm. an extent. But, like, I don't I'm just – I guess, like, it's surprising to me that, like, pay-per-view is still there for, like, movies even. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there well, are people and- – who still buy? Who, who still rent? Like a a movie now and again. Like I mean, I mean, the last one I rented was Doctor Sleep, you know. And before that, I couldn't even tell you when the last time I rented a movie was. On yeah, know. we
0: rent here and there. Yeah, depending. You know. Yeah. But um, we don't really rent that much. Not yeah. like we used to, like, say six seven years ago. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we just.
1: Yeah, I mean, six, seven years ago, you you would rent like four or five movies a month.
0: Yeah. But we yeah. don't
1: do that. Either. No. But again, this it's just like it. it's like in in the age of like you know Amazon Prime, which damn near everybody has. You know, it seems like it's more readily available that way than it would be to like you know spend five bucks to see it. You know, the, to watch it on your through your cable provider.
0: Yeah, we just do. If we do anything, it's off prime. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah, just as easy. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's convenience
1: to a certain extent. Like, I mean, it's the same reason why like Comcast has, offers like a you know the Netflix app through their um service through the, yeah well not through the service but through the um the cable box.
0: Yeah,
1: like I can, you know, we downloaded the kid, you know, so they do have partnerships with some of these apps, like so, like you can, we, you know, you have the Peacock and I think, uh, you know, Amazon Prime and um, Netflix. Yeah, you know, um, which is like interesting to me, like yeah, you know, like the, like like they're forward thinking enough to think that themselves, okay, we're we're competing with these people, why don't we just Give the people what they want, right? And, but do it through our system, right? You know, so it's like it, it's like a for the most part, it's like having like a Roku box as well, right? You know, now you can't get everything. Like I know Disney Plus isn't available through the through, through Comcast. I know HBO Max isn't. Um, really, really. Now I think huh. I'm, I'm I'm like you can't you you can't download the HBO Max app through the bo- through the cable box but um, as an hbo subscriber through comcast i think i can download, download the app onto my phone and i can watch
0: for free on your phone though. yeah or like now i mean and you can't get disney plus not
1: no well, no i i can't i can't get it through the the cable box
0: okay
1: now I mean, we have a fire stick that's all you know that's how we watch that shit okay you know but but there are so, like so like while the like Comcast was smart enough to like say like, like here are certain apps we're going to offer uh-huh. there are others that they don't have a deal with yeah yeah disney plus is one of them hbo max is the other that off yeah. the top of my head that I can think of um i know hbo max has had a hard time cuz i don't think amazon offers it and neither does roku Oh uh, really yeah so I, I think it's like through like you have to have a playstation 4 or you know the xbox one or um like like an apple tv device yeah uh, but like like the two biggest amazon and roku don't offer it they, they haven't struck a deal with them i see so it's like a, it's like a weird time of like you know how an app is available or, you know, who an app is available through, um, stuff like that. I think, like, like odd.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Man, we went down a rabbit hole there. <laughs> yeah. Let me get to this other bit of nerd news. Okay. Um... John Ham has been tapped to take um, to be in the Fletch reboot. Okay, uh, this is going to be directed by Greg uh, Mulata, uh, who is best known um, for Superbad. Okay, all those years ago. Um, right, but Fletch has been a long, just dating um, in development hell. Franchise that for many many years was attached to Kevin Smith. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Like, huh. Fletch, okay. So, Fletch was a series of books that was written in the 80s and 90s um, about a reporter who did investigative reporting. Right. Um, and they made the, they made one of the books into a movie. I mean, two of the books. Um, the first, but they're both starring Chevy Chase as the Lee character Fletch. Um, the first one was called Fletch and the second one was called Fletch lives. Uh-huh. I've read the first book. I've read Fletch and okay. it's a little, it's, it's comedic, but it's not as comedic as the Chevy chase movie. Right. Um, I don't know what Kevin Smith wanted to do with it. I know he wanted Jason Lee to play Fletch. Oh, uh-huh, really? Yeah. That was like his choice. And like for whatever reason, they could never get it off the ground. Um, but like John Ham, like his personality and his style, while he can be comedic, um, feels closer to what the like at least the first. The, I only read the first book. I know there's like eleven of them, I think. But I only read the first one. But John Ham would be closer to what the book version of Fletch would be than Chevy Chase was. Right. So I'm intrigued to see, like, I'm a fan of those two movies. I like the book. I wish I would have read more of them, but I never did for whatever reason. And, yeah. um, I'm intrigued to see what, like, like this actually, like, intrigues me to a certain extent because I'm kind of a fan. I'm a pseudo fan, I guess. Right, right.
0: What are, you, what are your thoughts? I, I don't know. I'm only familiar with Fletch from the movie. Yeah. Um... I don't know.
1: So, so ba- just, so just based everything. on the movie. So just, just based upon the movie like you got to be like kind of shaking your head then, huh?
0: Yeah, like uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. no, I He's get kind of that. Chase his own comedy. Yeah. Like there's not I mean sort of like Bill Murray, right? Yeah. You know Bill Murray's like his own comedian like it's right. his own comedy. Like even in Ghostbusters it's still Bill Murray's comedy. Right. You know what I mean? Chevy yeah. Chase is the same way. Yeah. I mean, it's Chevy Chase comedy. Right. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't know. But
1: it's like, there's a timing to it. There, there's a, a flow to it. You know yeah. I mean? And he definitely has, like, you know, when you talk about the classic Chevy Chase movie, I kind of point to Fletch. Right. Because yeah. it's, it has that, 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 like everything that you love about Chevy.
0: Right. You know sort of what I mean? like vacation. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It's that same timing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um So I don't know. I don't
1: know. I mean that's seeing where you know he's been over I mean, to Park. I mean, really
0: huh? River. Yeah. I really don't think I care. <laughs> Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it, Just, I mean
1: we're, we're not talking about, like, a major franchise, but yeah. but it's, like, one of those things where, like, this is, like, like, I was excited to see what Kevin Smith would do with a movie like this. Especially with Jason Lee in it. Yeah. Now, that was I could, funny. I could see Jason Lee doing a Chevy Chase-type movie.
0: Correct, because he has that comedic timing. Right. That As in all rats, as in anything he's in. Right. Do you know yeah, what exactly. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I I
1: absolutely agree. So it's like one of those things where like, like that was like, like dream casting to me Uh, that it would be like, Oh wow. Jason Lee. I could see that working based upon the movies. Yeah. You know, but, um, I mean, John Hamm has comedic timing. I've seen him do a lot of comedic stuff over the years and he's a really funny actor, but, um, but he, I, I do think it would be a little bit more serious bait and maybe lean more towards the books then from what right. I you know at least from what I've read.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it is hot in this house. Is man. it I'll bet. Oh my God. I could
1: I can only imagine my friend. <laughs> I Upstairs brutal. Oh, I know, I know that feeling all too well.
0: <laughs>
1: the only good thing is like it's been cool at night, <clears throat> so like I've got like yeah. an exhaust fan pulling that cool air in at night, and everything else. Like I'm, I'm sleeping comfortably at least, but man, during yeah. the day, and especially with this house, because the way this house is designed is very weirdly designed. There is one window on the east side of the house. Okay, and that's in the upstairs hallway. It catches yeah. zero to no light, like sunlight, in the in the morning to early afternoon. Huh. And once that sun clears the peak of this house, it heats up like a motherfucker, because every <laughs> single window is on the west side. Yeah, yeah. You know, like there are one, two, three, four, five, six, like like eight windows, just on the bottom floor. You know, and like, so like you sit there, like, and like you get to like three, four in the afternoon, and all of a sudden, like, the temperature just jumps up 10 degrees. Yeah, yeah. You know, and man, it's brutal. (laughs) Especially like up in my office, when I'm working, like, I'm okay to start the day, but man, I get to a point where it's like, it got hot all of a sudden. (laughs) Right, right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm like a, like a, a, a frog like in a boiling pan like you know the temperature's going up and I'm just like is it getting hot in here or is it just me you know right so so yeah I get it all right all right so the one other thing I wanted to, to talk about here before we jump into a mailbag. Um, It was announced this week that um, Dave Filoni, he of the the Jedi Council, in my opinion, uh, (laughs) will be working on a new animated series for Disney Plus called The Bad Batch. Okay. Now, um, The Bad Batch are a group of clones that were genetically altered from the original um, Jango Fett. Um, to have unique abilities. And so they were like a, a special unit. That would be deployed for certain situations. Um, they showed up in the, the, the final season of the Clone Wars. Um, oh. For, a, for a, a three or four episode arc. Um, they were cool. I'm yeah. not going to deny that. But um, but they're, apparently this is going to take place after Order 66 and uh-huh. The Fall of the Jedi, and they are making their way through the brave new world as mercenaries. Okay. Again, this sounds like a pretty cool concept that I can get behind it. Yeah. And it's Dave Filani, and I trust him completely. Yeah, right. You know, um, I guess my, my thing, though, is why are we still mining this time period? I don't know. Like, of all the time periods, the, the time period between, you know, Order 66 and A New Hope, like that 18- to 20-year period. Right. I feel like it's been mined pretty well between movies and TV shows. Yeah. I, there's a 30-year period... From the end of Return of the Jedi to The Force Awakens, I am far more interested in. Right. And it doesn't even have to be about the heroes. You know what I mean? Like, I understand you can't do that. You can't do a a show with Han, Luke, and Leia. I get that. But yet, there's, like, so much other stuff that could be mined in this area. Right, right. There's a whole third. I mean, and we've just scratched the surface of that with the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I feel like it, there could be so much other stuff. Like, like you could do a, a, a show about like a, you know, like a Rogue Squadron show, where you know this is about like you know Rogue Squadron with the New Republic and they're they're fighting against the remnants of the Empire. Right. You know, like shit like that would be far more interesting than me, than. Like I mean, this show sounds interesting, and I'm gonna watch it. But it's like, man, I, I kind of know what happens here. Where you, there's a 30 year period where I got no fucking clue. Right, right. You know, You're
0: I'm sure somebody will tell me
1: that. like, I'm sure somebody will tell me like, there's books you should be reading. But like, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, you yeah, motherfuckers yeah, yeah. turn out those books like there's no tomorrow. I ain't got time to read all that shit. Right. But like, I feel like there are other there there, there are other me like an animated series taking place during that time period those thirty years would be far more interesting to me than than going back to that this time period where we continually go back to but but you know between Order sixty six and and the New Hope.
0: Yeah, I would like to even see like a space type movie like series similar to like Battlestar. Where you yeah. have these pilots on deck, and you know what I mean. Yeah. It centers around four or five characters, and right. You know, go from there. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like special, if you could,
0: you could do a really, cool,
1: and, yeah, you could do a really cool show, like about like a group of fighter pilots, you know, fighting the what you know the remnants of the Empire to you know bring peace and stability to the Republic. Right. You know? Like, that would be far more interesting to me.
0: Yeah. Animated or non-animated.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't need, you know... I, I, okay, I kind of get, like, what happens with Luke and Han and Leia during this time period. You know? But, like, there's a whole lot of other stuff that's far <laughs> more interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know? And... Like, you know, I'm looking forward to this, this animated series, don't get me wrong, because I know it's going to be good. Yeah. It's weird that it's just, because it's Dave Filoni helming it, like, I, I have much more hope that this is going to be entertaining. Right. Like, you know, um, that one, Star Wars Resistance. You know, Filoni was just a producer on that. Like, that was somebody else's project that he kind of, like, greenlit and let them run with it. And uh-huh. it wasn't as good. Right. Like, and I hate to say that, but, you know, like, filoni has got the magic touch.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: I... And, like, he gets it. Like, every time I hear him talk about, like, what Star Wars is supposed to be and, like, you know... The connection from Return of the Jedi back to um, the Phantom Menace, the Duel of the Fates, like all the shit I like, hear him talk about, it's like, fuck, this guy gets it. Yeah. Why isn't he in charge of everything? <laughs> right. You know, and I don't know what kind of red tape he has to go through. Like, I know the Bad Batch was like very popular among Star Wars fans. Like when like those episodes aired. Like, people yeah. really liked those characters and thought they were interesting. But, like... Like, and it's great and all, but still, like... Post-Order 66, like, I'm just kind of like, I'm done with that era for the most yeah, part. Yeah. Right. I know what happens. <laughs> right. So. So, I just... That was just the only other thing I wanted to cover. I thought... I found it interesting, like... Like I guess my question to you would be, like, what 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 would you what what? what, I guess you kind of answered it a little bit, but like, what would you most want to see from like an animated series or a TV show? Like, what era do you want them to? I want
0: to see. I want to see from Jedi on. Yeah, I do. I want to see like I would like I said before. I I kind of want to see a live series of. You know, like a starship, you know, going about the universe, you know, bringing down Empire and going to planets, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ships in in flight, air battle, you know, that kind of thing. I think it would be really interesting. I mean, you can center it on the, you know, captain of the, um, of that ship, you know, his the gunners that are going out in the ships that, you know, yeah. I think there's a lot that can be explored there. Right. Because everybody loves the space scenes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and mean, there's always ground scenes, but people really appreciate the space scenes for what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? Like to see X-Wing in flight or in battle. its pretty amazing to see. So, yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. I think there's definitely stories there. Or you can make up any arc you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Within you know, within this ship. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's what I want to see.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I can even think from a kid, I think one of the best things about the old Battlestar was uh, them, the ship's taking off. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the get, things you remember. Right? launched out of the tube. Yeah. I thought that was incredible.
1: I love. They kept that in the reboot of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, like that's how they launched was like you know out the tube, like that. Yeah. But yeah. They, they but it was done in a way like it made sense like there was a you know a catapult involved with that like it, it was like very much like the uh, the science of like a, an aircraft carrier. Right. You know, Which was like very cool to me. Yeah. But yeah. there's a there's an episode there's a scene. Um, not to get into all of it, but like at one point, the Galactica, they, they did they, they 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 did these jumps, and the Galactica jumped into the atmosphere of a planet, okay. and she's falling like a rock, like because ah. she's not meant to be an atmosphere. This is like like there's nothing about this ship that's meant to be an atmosphere at all. She's not meant to fly right. like this, so she's. Falling like a rock, and they're launching their vipers to attack the Cylons because they have a base yeah. on the ground. And as she's falling, like you know, the the, the heat's coming up because she's just dropping like a rock. And it's so, like there's these, all these flames, and like the vipers are coming out and they're shooting right through the flames through the tubes and coming out the other side. Like it was like so badass. It was like this yeah. amazingly badass moment. Like you're like, like. It was. I'm like. I watching it for the first time. I was literally in my seat, hand in the air, like, "Oh praise, oh praise!" <laughs> it yeah. was like a hallelujah moment, you know. And then, and then, like after all the fight, the Vipers have launched. Then she jumps again to get out of the atmosphere and go back into space, and it was like right. a completely badass. Like you know, yeah. yeah. Like holy shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that shit like that yeah, like, like yes but you're right like i love like the, the vipers shooting out of the tubes and shit like that that was like always so cool
0: yeah so i mean like to have a show with not that base but i'm just saying a show yeah. on base with a battle with space battle and stuff like that i think would be pr- pretty neat yeah you know what i mean like coordinated right. attacks and you know flanking yeah. and how they're doing it in space i think that would be really cool yeah, you'd have to do that animated, though. I don't know. I, I, you mean cost-wise? Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, that's not what I want. Right, I get that.
1: But, like, I, 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 mean? I, I, mean, I think from a cost standpoint, like, doing that live action would be too much. And plus, like, you could do it, like, you could have, like, Wedge be the main character. Right. Like, you go back to, like, Rogue Squadron. Like, so this is Wedge, and he's leading the Rogue Squadron you know and this is like his his group of like guys and gals you know all right. taking on the empire together you know and and so you could do it like with like so there's your familiar character as wedge right you know who's t- who now ties us to the original trilogy right you know you could have somebody you know you don't need the original actor to do the voice but you have his nephew Ewan McGregor do it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but, yeah, you could you could certainly do that that way. That would be kind of cool. But like I, I think from like a that cost standpoint, I think just like the special effects of, like to do a show like that like, ba- Battle yeah, Star, Battlestar. But Battlestar did it very rarely. yeah, like those those major battles came up only a couple times a season because ba- Battlestar was more than just the, the war between the humans and the side ones. So, but like they had, had to have those moments, but those moments were rare because from yeah. a cost standpoint, you just can't be doing that shit all the time. I know. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you, you, you know, yeah. and it was a show, like honestly, like one of the major jokes was they had to do stuff on the cheap. So like the paper had all the corners cut off of it. Cause they were cutting corners,
0: right.
1: you know, but then it became yeah. a pain in the ass because everything had to be done that way. Like it, like they did it in the, in the pilot because they had to cut corners. So like, well, like, oh, we'll show them. We'll cut the corners off the paper. Well, when it got picked up as a series, they had to do it for everything going forward, which was like yeah. unbelievable. But, but, the, like, but so like when they had those moments, like in a season, it would be like <sighs> only two or three times a season you'd have like a major battle like that because yeah. the special effects were just too much. Yeah, you know, so that's the problem you have. So, like, even at ten million dollars an episode, like you talk about, like with uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. And I and I wonder, like, with the Mandalorian's budget, like, how much of that was like just to create the volume, like the the. The big round sound stage. It had like the the um the LED uh, the screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like I wonder I how know. much of that 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 total cost like went into that. Right. Yeah. You know, or is that something you just take out of ILM's budget because they're creating it? I don't know. Either way, what? like I mean, you know, like you look at it, like you said, like well, it's ten million dollars. That shouldn't be that much for but like you know who like to have like a a hardcore Star Wars dogfight with ties and tie interceptors and tie bombers and x- wings and y wings and you gotta throw in a couple of b wings just because they look cool you know an yeah. a wing now and again you know
0: yeah, yeah tough to do I thought that was one of the coolest features of the of the new movie uh, from the new movies there's... Those bombers. Remember when they destroyed the... Yeah.
1: The Dreadnought. That big,
0: the Dreadnought. Oh, those... <laughs> kind of impractical. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, very kind of... Not impractical. And not very practical, I should say. But, you know, that the whole of that shi- ship filled with those bombs. Like, it was a cool premise. Uh, yeah, it had a
1: very... Especially like, when they were
0: dropping.
1: Yeah. It had a very B-25
0: bomber feel about it. Yeah.
1: You know, without it looking like a B-25 bomber.
0: Right. And you think, like, I mean, you know, you'd think they'd have a little bit more guns on there than, you know, a top gunner and a bottom gunner. Yeah. I mean, to protect the goddamn thing. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: That that, that should have been a flying fortress. Yeah.
0: Yeah, correct. And then just dumping those bombs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, but that was a cool aspect though, especially when yeah. that bomb bomb bay door opened, in you, your viewpoint looking down. I yeah. thought that was so cool. Yeah, it's like one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, I agree. I I, I yeah, can't it disagree was, with that. That was awesome. Yeah. That whole scene was good. I mean, like I like their destruction on, you know, but they just seemed like they were kind of like, yeah, they're kind of like on their own here you know what i mean yeah. like it's a huge target to hit you can't yeah. miss it you know and so it didn't make a lot of sense you'd think there'd be guns everywhere on that fucking ship considering yeah. what the paper is right you know I
1: mean? yeah and like <laughs> you know it's one of those deals where like it, it like I get like even like like if you look back at like World War II and like the B25s and shit like yeah. while they were heavily armed you know they had the the front gun the the bottom gun and the rear gun you know they relied heavily on their fighter escorts sure yeah you know, I so, know, I get so like it. so like you know Mustangs were there to you know protect those bombers at all costs so that's what right. they, you know so like they, they try I, I think they tried to employ like that kind of strategy in the movie, like a, a very World War Two feel of like, you know, these, these are our B twenty five bombers, and the X wings are there to fly escort and protect them. And if they can't do that because they're being overwhelmed by the number of TIE fighters that the the resist the the, the first order is able to launch, you
0: right. there there there's nothing they can do anyway. Yeah, but, but, but also then you got to look at the realm of where they're at. Yeah. That's the best you can do, right? There. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like. But I mean, like the point of it was, like I mean, it goes back to like you know, Leia's, like like Leia's, like the 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 you know, sure, great, we took out that dreadnought, but the price we paid to take out that dreadnought wasn't worth it,
0: right? You know, no, I mean, you know, I that's get the it. Problem, you know. I mean, it set up the story. I mean, I understand. Yeah. But I'm just right. saying
1: that. Yeah, you know, I get that. Yeah, but I mean, it's like it's like that weird thing of like, unlike in World War II, like I, you know, I mean, the Luftwaffe was mighty, but like you know, once the U.S. got involved, especially with those bombing runs with the B-25 and the Mustang escorts and shit, like you know, the the U.S. and the uh, the uh, the RAF, they were uh, kicking ass and taking names.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so. (laughs) I'm sure somebody's going to completely correct me on that, but that's my. (laughs) Some World War II scholar's going to be like, Dear Sean, you imbecile. You know. (laughs) Yeah. So.
0: All All right.
1: Hey, did you see the news that just broke? Um, nice. just, just a pow on top of shit to, just to make me sad. Uh, apparently, um, 28 players who reported for camp for WVU tested positive for, for COVID-19. Jesus. 28. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: they want to have school in sessions. Football twenty twenty one. That's what I'm Yeah. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I did see though, and this was a surprising statistic as well. Major League Baseball announced Friday that over the past two weeks they they've conducted like ten thousand tests. They've only gotten yeah. six positive cases. Yeah. Which was a fantastic number. Unfortunately, one of those six was Gregory Polanco for the Pirates. (laughs) You know, like their best player. So, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that's a fantastic number considering they're not playing in a bubble. Right. You know, like the NBA has been down in Orlando for a couple of weeks. Now I know the NHL, I think next week they go to Toronto. Yeah. um, And I, Toronto and Edmonton, I think are the two hub cities. I can't remember, but, um, but I know the Pens are going to Toronto next week to quarantine to get ready for the the Stanley Cup playoffs. Right. Um, but still, I, it's like I al- I also saw today the city the Canada the, the the nation of Canada has denied the Toronto Blue Jays permission to play baseball games in Toronto. Really. Yeah, Um, they cited uh, the issue of um, they're not comfortable letting certain teams in into Canada, like the Tampa Bay Lightning or the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah,
0: Um,
1: you know, like there there are teams that are coming out of like COVID nineteen hotbeds that that would be crossing the border into Canada that they are not comfortable allowing. Yeah, And then there are, there are areas that the team would be going to coming back into the country they wouldn't be comfortable with. Yeah. So that it's like, sense. yeah. No, I mean, in, in a Major League Baseball, the, the Toronto Blue Jays are the only, the only team that plays in Canada. Um, right. So, like, they're probably going to be playing their games in Buffalo. Oh, okay. Because I know, I know in Buffalo there is a minor league team but since minor league baseball was completely canceled, um, right. that team is available for use.
0: Yeah, so but it's a good
1: option. Yeah, I mean the other option was going down to I guess their spring training facility in Florida, <laughs> but they're not exactly kind of keen on doing that. Right, right. You know, for obvious reasons. Sure. But um, right. but yeah, so. So ba- baseball going forward, I mean, I know the Pirates, they just had a televised game today, like an exhibition game that people were just like flipping the fuck out over. Really? Oh, Because it's, it, it. I mean, in a good way, because it's like, it's, it's baseball. Baseball's back. Yeah, you know, they, they were yeah. playing in Cleveland. I get, they, 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 there was an exhibition game today. And I think it's an exhibition game in Cleveland next week, like early, yeah. the, I want to say maybe Monday or Tuesday. And then like the season starts, yeah. the season starts at the end of the yeah. week.
0: <laughs> how many games 60 60
1: yeah I'm just I'm intrigued huh. to see how this goes yeah because I just don't I, I guess the bubble makes sense like for major league Bait for, for um and the NBA and the NHL like I get that I get the bubble yeah I understand why you can't do it with baseball. I understand why you can't do it with football. But, mm, mm, you know, like what? What at what point is Major League Baseball going to have to end up canceling the season? Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, honestly, like, like you gave the old
0: college try. You got thirty games in, and you know, sorry. <laughs> right. You know. Because yeah. what happens when a whole team gets sick? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what this college football stuff is too. I mean, like sometimes the whole team gets sick. Exactly. Or that's that's, that's 120 four people. Four players, four players have coronavirus. Yeah. And they don't know they have it, and they play at another stadium. Yeah. You know, with other players. Right. You now they've infected five or six, maybe more people. Yeah. On the team, other team with coronavirus. Yeah. And it just keeps perpetuating. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like? Yeah. I don't know how that's going to work.
1: I don't either. I, I it's it's a You know, I mean as much as I love football. You know, and I love football. Like I just don't see how this works. I just don't yeah. right? and, I, and I and I love football. Like the NFL has had all this time to start thinking about this. And like as of today, they have no plan in place. It's like just right. full speed ahead. We're playing games. Like and it's like, what the fuck? How have you not thought this through? Right. Like like college football, I get because like there's no like the NCAA is about as useless of an organization as you're ever going to see anywhere. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, it's completely useless. So it's like it's that, it comes down to these college commissioners to make these decisions and or the, 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 the uh, conference commissioners, I mean, and all they see is dollar signs. They're, they're not putting the, the best interests of the players in the head, you know, no. they're, they're, they're just saying, okay, yeah. in order for us to get paid by ESPN, we need to put people on the field. Right. You know, and, and I, I, there's not a doubt in my mind, like, especially like, like with like the sec, it's like, you know,
0: Let's play some ball. Yeah, I have a feeling about mid-season there's going to be a bunch of of Rudy Rudigers out there. Yeah. No, seriously.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree. A bunch
0: of walk-ons. Yeah. Like,
1: I just don't see how this works.
0: Yeah. I don't need it. (laughs) But there, I mean. It'll be newsworthy, though, I'm sure. Yeah. And, but I mean and as you're getting closer, like we
1: just said w, WVU, V U, two hours down the road, you know, they've got twenty eight cases. Yeah. How do you how do you keep college kids online?
0: Yeah. You know you I don't know. Because they still have to go to class. Yeah. Too. You know you know what I mean? Right. Like if they're gonna be online if they're if they're gonna be going to classes. You know, in, in-person instruction, which, you know, federal government is pushing. But, I mean, they're constantly going to be around other people. You know what I mean? It's not like. Well, they're not, though, which is, like,
1: this is, like, an interesting thing. Like, one of the things I, I've discovered is all of these schools, like, the teams make up your schedule for you. Okay. Okay. And so, like, they they load you up on Mondays. Like Monday is class day. Yeah. Okay. And so there's no practices on Mondays normally. It's like yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for a Saturday game. So, yeah. but mo- so, but Monday's instructional day. So it's like the all those players do on Mondays. Like all their classes are stacked up on Mondays. No other okay. days of the week. Just mo- They have Monday classes, that's it. They can spend the rest of the week playing football. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's like how, like, like like so you hear, like, these teams, like, when they talk about, like, it's a hard time getting ready for a Thursday game for them. It's because they lose a day completely because they, they can't pull their players out of class.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, because so you lose Monday, so you, all you have is Tuesday and Wednesday, really. Right. You know. So it's like it's like one of those weird things like when you you know Thursday games are great because you have like extra time off afterwards but beforehand man you know <laughs> kind of screwed right, right? Yeah. so so like I found I found that interesting like that's one, one of those things I discovered over the years is how they do that so like no like for so for like these college players like only day that you're, you're really exposing them to like other people is on Mondays right you know and. The rest of the time, they're kind of confined to the team. Right. You know, they spend all their time at, like, the, you know, the, the practice facility. Huh. They may not be practicing, but that's like, that's, like, the hangout. That's, like, the clubhouse. Especially some of these places, like, you look at, like, like Alabama's practice facility. Yeah. You know, it's, like, set up for... You to spend, like, your entire, like, they have, like, you know, their 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 lockers have, like, pull-out beds <laughs> for you to oh. take a nap. <laughs> they've got, like, you know, everything you could possibly want as far as, like, yeah, you know, they have pool tables. They've got ping-pong tables. They've got, you know, fucking shuffleboard. Like, they have, like, everything you could possibly want. Like, so, like, the, the goal of, like, Alabama football is for, like, you to spend, like, every waking hour in the facility. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, and even like, like, yeah, i it's, I feel like taking a nap. I'm just gonna nap here in my, my locker. You could do that, you know. <laughs> it's like, it's like crazy, like, like it's amazing. It's, so that's like this multi-million dollar facility designed to keep you, the player, right there. Yeah. So Coach Nick knows exactly what you're doing. Right. The only thing that's, that's- missing is a brothel. <laughs> Uh That's enough of that. Yeah. It's the Pretennial Mailbag. Okay. Mailbag. Yeah. And as always, we have an email from our good friend, superfan Thad. Thad writes in. Hello, my two favorite hosts who like to smoke my cigars and drink my brandy naked. <laughs> I don't, I don't like cigars or brandy. So, no. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention last week about Kennywood. The Old Mill had Easter eggs to the previous versions and also included nods to Le Chalet, the Gold Rush, and the Hoot and Holler Railroad. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, The guy who designed, this, designed Scare House redesigned the Old Mill. That's cool. Um... Did you hear? Like Thad Thad bragged about the um the mask free zones. They can't even. Yeah, with? I saw
0: that. I saw they yeah. got rid of those.
1: Yeah, apparently there was uh some people complaining about that, so they got rid of those.
0: Yeah.
1: What do you think of that? Like, is that right? Like, should like the mask free zones? Like, I get it, and like, Thad said like people like we're supposed to be a social distanced apart like from seating and stuff, but. Like, so, like, do you agree that, like, this should have been,
0: like... I don't know. Kenny Wood was wrong to have that to begin with? I went into a gas station today, and the person behind the counter wasn't wearing a mask. Wow. And I've seen that... Multiple times this week.
1: Wow, that's surprising.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like, they still... Are, people are still not taking it seriously.
1: Right. It's just this just, it's weird... like. Uh, I could see, like, if it was a person in line, like, they saying, fuck off, I ain't wearing a mask in here. But, like, an employee, like,
0: that's shocking to me. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's crazy. Because, like, I've seen it at least least six times this week.
1: Yeah. And I, like, I walked in the Dollar General today, and, like like, it was a woman standing, like, at the edge of the counter, like, looking and making sure I had my fucking mask on. Right. Which is, like, you know, like, she had her mask on, but it was like, I, I usually put it on as I'm walking in the door, and she she just kind of like was like looking at me like you know, and I'm like, yeah, I got it on, I'm cool, you know, I ain't that guy, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, well, it's very prevalent, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's there. Well, I mean, it's more and more and more businesses are mandating it outside of like you know
0: what the government. Well, saying. I think I think it's mandated across the. I think it's mandated across the state. I'm pretty
1: it sure is. that's mandated. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, as Wolf said, you you know, you're supposed to be wearing it out in public at all times. Right. Um, which I have a little bit of a problem with. Like, if I'm outside, there's nobody around me. I'm not having a mask on. Yeah. You know. Um. Like, when I got out of my car, because I, I went over to the Giant Eagle, when I got out of my car, there, was, there were people like, two cars down from me who were packing their car they had their masks on i out of being polite i put my mask on you know i wasn't near them when i walked past them but still like okay there's enough people around i should have a mask on as i'm out but like when i got out when i got out of giant eagle there was like nobody standing around me there was nobody in like my path to the car that fucking thing came off
0: you know yeah i get that
1: yeah but like to have an employee someplace like not have a
0: mask on, it's just surprising to me. Yeah, I've seen it all over. Yeah. So I go to my car and wipe down everything I have with yeah. Hand sanitizer. That's just nuts. Yeah. every morning it's the same ritual. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: what sucks is, you have to, I guess you stop at that gas station a lot. Yeah. So it's like... Unless there's an alternative, which I'm doubting there is, knowing you're route no, to work.
0: Not really. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: That is that is crazy. That, that's shocking to me. Yeah. Like, I haven't been any place where an employee has been, had the mask off.
0: Oh, I I went to another gas station outside of, you know, because I wasn't working. And they didn't yeah. have a mask on when I in there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. like
1: that more like like i get like people walking in the businesses i get that fine whatever but like the employees like i you would think like that would just be like mandatory you have to have a mask on well it should be yeah
0: yeah yeah first ones that are crying then when they get it oh yeah yeah
1: Yeah. i made a mistake yeah you did Um, a good person i swear (laughs) Thad continues um I made no no I don't want to know about what you're looking up when you look at porn I don't think a Lemieux documentary would be very interesting we already know all there is to know about him we all know the Penguins tanked to get him in the draft there's no dirt I'm a huge Lemieux fan but Gretzky is number one Lemieux is second Mm-hmm. If he had the longevity of Gretzky, then he could be number one. Well, I think that's the point we and I made when it comes, like, when you're comparing the two, like, I think from a talent standpoint, Lemieux had far more talent than Gretzky did. Yeah. And if he had the longevity of Gretzky, then he probably would hold all those records or a number of them. Like, right. like he, he would be... And, and, and not that he's not considered one of the greatest of all time. I mean, like, like we like we as Pittsburghers tend to do that from time to time. They're like, Oh Lemieux, he doesn't get his what is is what he deserves. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, like, we're quick to defend him. Yeah, like knowledgeable hockey fans know, mary Lemieux is one of the greatest of all time. You know, right? If you watch the NHL Network, nobody's gonna deny that. Like people who know hockey know, Lemieux is one of the greatest of all time. You know, it's like the casual fan. I get that. Like you know. Somebody who, like, grew up in L.A. when Gretzky was there. Like, oh, Gretzky's the greatest of all time and there's nobody even close to him. Look at his records. Like, well, let me show you some new stuff, you know. Like, yeah. I, you know, that's the difference. But, like, like, we as paint, like, we love in Pittsburgh to paint ourselves as, like, this underappreciated, mm-hmm. nobody gives us what we deserve town, you know. Right. You know, and like, and we're quick to like. It's always like, well, we've got six Super Bowls. You know, uh, the Patriots. You know, blah, 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 we've got six two. Well, you know, the Patriots did a twenty-year run with the same quarterback. You know, yes. <laughs> there there was a twenty-five-year period where the Steelers didn't have a Super Bowl. You know, so, right. um, like, I mean, it's stuff like that. Like, you know, we're so quick to like, you know. Yeah, the Steelers are the greatest franchise of all time. The Penguins are one of the best franchises ever. We like the Pirates. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Even Pitt fans are like, you know, nine-time national champions. Well, eight of those championships came before 1925, so I really don't count them that much.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> you
1: know? <laughs> you know, Pop Warner was the head coach at Pitt at the time, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. So I kind of have a hard time counting those as real national championships. <laughs> but there are Pitt fans like nine times. I'm like, really? Like, do you remember? <laughs> Other than '76, do you remember any of the others? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Thad continues On the other hand The Jordan documentary made him look like a complete asshole I used to respect the man But not now Fuck you Jordan You prick (laughs) Wow (coughs) Wow Well like Here's the thing Thad Like if you didn't know Jordan was an asshole Like (laughs) I I didn't know the extent that he was an asshole, but I knew he was an asshole. You heard the rumblings all the time, like, you know, man, he was hard in practice. He would ride you like you knew that shit. Like, like, I don't think like, again, this is one of those things where you like, do I, is Michael Jordan the kind of person I would want to have as my friend? Probably not. No. I, I have 100 utmost respect for him as a basketball player. He's the greatest of all time. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's the difference. Like there are plenty of athletes like that. Like, you know, I can, I can have nothing but the utmost respect for what they did on the field, but know as a human being, they are total pieces of trash. Right. I've got no problem with that. I can separate the two, yeah. you know? So like, if you can't separate the fact that he was an asshole to his teammates, to make them better right? to win six championships. Like if you can't separate that and still accept the fact that Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time, then I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> you know, like if your criteria is you have to be a good guy off the field too, then like, like in your opinion, like Heinz is the greatest of all time. Right. You know, because there aren't many guys you can say like off the field or like even on the practice field, like weren't like complete dickheads. There are very few. Right. You know. I mean, the only other one I could really think of who had, like, that level of greatness but wasn't a jag off is probably, like, Walter Payton. Yeah. He just pushed you. Like, yeah. Right. he wasn't a dick about it, but he just pushed you. Yeah, yeah. Um, that continues. Tiger Woods would be a good one. Only if they talked about the hookers, Hooters waitresses, and the lot lizards he used to bang. (laughs) The lot lizards. Yeah. I'm sure that would have to come up. I mean, that's part of the story. Yeah. He enjoyed having sex with loose women. Brady would be good, but only if he gave dirt on Belichick and admitted to knowing about the Patriots cheating. Well, okay. I think much like Jordan not admitting that he was uh, suspended for a year and a half. (laughs) You know, like I I get like there's still a part of me that's like, "Mm, I think you might have been told to sit down for a little bit. (laughs) You know, like I I don't believe it. but There's a little part of me that still thinks there are too many coincidences that took place here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think Brady will ever like. I think I think Brady will admit to Spygate because I think like you can't deny that. I think that's undeniable. You know, now he could admit like I didn't know we were doing anything wrong because he didn't right. even watch that footage. I mean, a lot of that footage was like, and this is what amazes me, like because at the time. Defensive coordinators would send in their, the plays via hand signals. Right. that's what they were recording. They were recording the sidelines. They weren't recording. Like it wasn't like they were recording the plays for like Brady to break down. They were, they were recording the sideline signals that were being sent in. So in case you played that team again, you could maybe interpret those signals, which is exactly what they did. The Steelers, the Steelers ran into that in, in 2001 when when the Patriots went to their first Super Bowl, you know, the Steelers played them before in the regular season and kicked their ass. Right. And then they came around to the second game in the AFC Championship game and get it handed to them by the Patriots, and it's all because they never changed their signals. Right. So Dick LeBeau is sending in the signals the same way he did the week, you know, in in, in week 10. And now the Patriots are reading those signals and they're able to make their, their offensive calls based upon that. Right. You know, that's what happened, you know. And <laughs> I don't think Tom Brady had anything to do with that. You know, when it comes to the flake gate, I think the flake gate was a much ado about nothing. I honestly yeah. do. You know. Uh, did you get a little bit of a better grip, maybe? Maybe, but... You know, did it? I mean, he threw the ball a whole lot better in the second half after they took the the flated balls out than he did in the first. Right. You know, so I mean, I don't know how much of a help or a hindrance it was to him, but you know,
0: <sighs> whatever. I don't, I, guess. I don't think that he was any part of that for real.
1: Right. But so I mean, that, but that's the thing. Like I mean, so it's like this weird thing. Like okay, yeah, maybe he cheated with that. They were under-inflating the balls or whatever. I, I get that, but, you
0: know. I think I, was all, I think I was always more intrigued with the clock stuff that was happening. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think there are a lot more other things that, like, like you always hear about, like, the Steelers always talk about, like, you know, for some reason our, headf- our, our headphones go out for, like, important moments of the game. Like, all of a sudden we're hearing, like, local radio. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what's that all about, you know? So, like, I think there are other things that the Patriots organization was up to to uh, to wreak havoc than...
0: um, I think it was. I mean, like, I don't know. You've seen those videos of the clock? Yeah. What do you think about that?
1: Well, like, Like, I mean... Like,
0: the clock gets extra... What is that?
1: I've even seen, like, video of, like, where, like, in a home game, like... (laughs) <laughs> the the referee uses a signal that's like, or he pumps his hand up in the air to, to like, reset the play clock. I'm seeing yeah. Brady do that at home and they reset the play clock for him. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I, I think there are some shenanigans that have taken place over the years. I, you know, I, I think it's up to the league to, like, you know, step on that a little bit. Like, I mean, I I think it was like a, a Sunday night. You know, I think mean Chris Collins was like, did he just reset the play clock? And you yeah, think Brady's like clearly like doing this and the, the play
0: clock gets reset. You know, you're like yeah, wow. it's like it's an extra 15 seconds. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's it fucking is. nuts. It is. That's what you should be looking at.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Not defeated yeah. balls. Yeah. There are a lot of other things you could have looked at in, in New
0: England that like, you know, were shady as fuck. <laughs> the, the the play clock is what kills me, especially the, yeah. the videos online. Because the guys yeah. who are sitting there watching the game and like here you he goes. Watch this. Yeah. Watch right here. And then he gives that signal, sudden, signal,
1: you know, all of a sudden it's 20 back extra to it, 25
0: seconds. seconds. It's nuts. It is. I mean, that is just, that's absolutely insane. And nobody I mean, anything about it. No. They're more worried about, you know, 10% off the inflation of a ball versus resetting the like, fucking play clock.
1: Like, even the official on the field, like, he's doing it right in front of an of, of, of official on the field, and nobody does jack shit about it.
0: I know. That's why it's a league thing. Yeah. So, taking it to the league isn't going to do anything. Yeah. it's just it's, it, it's, it's like, is, like, is this being handed down from the league? I don't know. Like, I mean, I've never seen Roethlisberger reset a play clock. No. No. <laughs> never. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Or Manning, I've never seen Manning reset a play clock. No, yeah, it, it's
1: one of those weird things that, like, I, I, I was always like, you're right. Like, I mean, there, there are much bigger issues that they should be looking at, like that, and or, or like the, <laughs> the issues teams have with their headphones all the time in that stadium. Yeah,
0: I you know, know. that, that occur
1: nowhere else. Like, yeah. like New, New England has like taking like what the Raiders used to do in the 60s and 70s and like amplified it by 10. Yeah, like, like, little bullshit things, you know. Right. Like the Raiders used to do to like get an edge in the game. Like, it's like amazing. Right. you know. I don't know, man. Yeah. That's All these wireless just... headsets. Like, if if I was the Steelers, I'd be like, we're going back to wired. Like, when we when we go to New England, we're going with wired headsets. I don't know how yeah, you yeah. do it. I don't care how you fi- figure it out. I am not having my shit interrupted again. You know, I'm not listening to Bob and Tom in the morning.
0: Yeah, but that's what it is every time. Yeah. I don't understand it either. I don't. That organization is shady as craft.
1: Seriously. Like, Mike Tom was in the middle of having a discussion with his defensive coordinator over the headphone, and all of a sudden he's getting Black Betty over the heads, headset. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Whoa, Macbeth, ran the jam. You're just like, what the
0: fuck? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's shady shady organization right there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway.
1: Anyway. <laughs> so that's it. That's it for Thad. Um, All right. Anything you'd like to add to the proceedings there, sir?
0: No, man, I'm good.
1: All right. Well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey. You can send us an email like these fine folks have. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Just give us – just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. We are a member of a couple of podcasting networks. Uh, You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network and the Weeby Geeks Network. Just give them a Google search. You'll find all the great content they have to offer. And lastly, as always, I want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. Uh, we can't thank you enough for enjoying our hijinks and or shenanigans. All right. So, On that note, the Dreamer has awakened. Peace.